You're listening to the Gab Street Podcast, Columbus, Ohio's number one podcast for underground talent. Every week we have new conversations with interesting individuals who contribute to the Columbus economy and its lively culture. You may find just what you're looking for right in your backyard. Let's get right into it. Hey, pedestrians, welcome back. Episode 65, Quarantainment is still in full swing. We yes, have, sir. I think, according to Mike DeWine, passed the peak of new cases per day. So we're working on that now. Um, so the acceleration is stopping. This is good. We will be on our way back to in-person interviews eventually. But for the time being, we have your normal co-host, Say Crypto. Say hello. What up? What up? You can hear him clinking his tea around in the background. He's a real British man. Oh God! I hope that's not too noticeable. It's done <laughs> brewing, so I... it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest with us here this week. He goes by Kuwap. Say what's up, Kuwap. What's up, y'all? You may have recognized his voice from him uh, having sponsored the show for a month in the past, which I really appreciate. Uh, he's actually, in my opinion, done the best job of a sponsorship message that anyone has so uh i think his is a standard to be held up to others so if you want to go ahead and sponsor the show you need to step your game up a little bit you know what i mean get your money's worth but okay. <laughs> i appreciate that though bro you know what i mean that means a lot to me for real that was like that was like the first the first time i ever even done like something like that like a sponsor ad or like uh, like commercial type shit so Damn, seriously? I was, I was able to, to knock it out first try. As the, yeah, yeah, you did a great job, dude. That sounded awesome. But we have some questions for him. It wouldn't be an interview if we didn't. So we can go ahead and hop into that shit. First of all, what I'm curious about is what is the origin of your artist name? Kuat. So you see what what, what happened was it all started back when I first started making music. I was going by a, a different name. I was going by the name Caesar. Okay. You know, because I, in my in my in my younger days, I felt like I was a reincarnation of Julius Caesar after after I did a crazy ass acid trip. Hmm. That's why I, just, I, I changed my rap name to Caesar. That was that was like my name. And Damn. then, but but when I went to drop my first album, that's why that's why my whole like my whole my whole first album was called Rome. And I had I had the whole Rome records, my whole record label going around. You know what I mean? So I had the whole Julius Caesar thing going on. But then when I went to drop my first album, it was like I went to um there was there was already like an artist that already copyrighted his name as like Caesar or whatever. You know what I mean? So they wouldn't they it wouldn't let me drop the album until like I had a different name. And so really, really, I just like if you listen to some of my music before beforehand. Even back when my name was Caesar, I had always been saying co-op in my music. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because to me, it, it was it was it wasn't even like a name type shit. It was just like who I who I am type. Of, you know what I mean? It's kind of I, a tag. Been, yeah, and like and it comes from it comes from um, like one of my biggest influ- influences in music, Gucci Mane. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. His, his name his name his name is Guap. You know what I mean? He becomes a Gucci Gucci Guap. I always thought that shit was so hard, but I wanted it to be like kind of personal too, you know what I mean? To have like some some with me in it. So I ch- I, t- I take the I took the G out, switched it with K, because my first name is Kevin. 
Mm-hmm. So I ended up coming up with co-op. And that shit sounded a little weird to me at first. I was like, co-op, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but then after I kept saying it in my songs, and I kept listening to it back and back, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, that shit sound hard as fuck. And that's, that's how I stuck with it. I think it definitely grabs attention. Um, when you first messaged me, I was like, oh, somebody named Kuwap. I've never seen a name like this before. This is unique. So I think it works out for you in the way that it, that you want it to. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, like I don't want to say original because like, I, I got an influence from Gucci, from Gucci Mane, but it's like, it's like, it's different. You know what I mean? So it's like, like you said, it catches people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think, you know, that being a really unique name, I think that is only fitting for a unique artist. And I wanted to ask, uh, in in your words, what do you think uh, makes you a unique artist in Columbus? Um, I think I think what makes me a unique artist in Columbus is that I actually really, like, I, I'm actually serious about my, my, my craft, you know what I mean? So I'll take the time, I'll spend the time, I'll spend the money, invest you know what I mean? Do whatever to make sure that my, my music sounds the best quality that it can. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people that, that that say they make music will go out there and just go to different different home studios. You know what I mean? Just like record with their bros. Which, which, it ain't nothing wrong with that. But I feel like if you really really want to be serious about it, take it to the next level, you got to take that next step and start investing that money into it. You know what I mean? I think I that comes through in your music. Yeah, I I noticed uh, like right away when I first heard it. Like damn, this shit sounds professional. Um, what are what are some of the the challenges that you face in getting your sound to that level? Um, finding finding the right right engineers, you know, mm. going to going to a bunch of different studios, having to pay a bunch of different prices, trying to find the right engineer at the right price, you know. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I think what have been the biggest challenge for me, but but. Linking up, linking up with October definitely changed changed, changed all that for me, you know. Because yeah. October mixes all his uh, October mixes and masters, doesn't he? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. he does. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 actually my engineer that I record with on on my music. He does have a signature, like I I don't know what it is, but his production is a signature thing for him, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it, it, he, he's, he's really, like, talented behind behind the boards, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, he, he, he can rap, do all that, but then, like, when he, get, when he sit down in the studio, I think that's where he really shines, in the engineer position. And you did a song with him on your latest project, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, on T-Rex. I mean, yeah, on 717, the song's called T-Rex. And how was it working with him on that? Oh, that shit, that, that was dope, for real. It was like, it was an experience for me because I, I had already known that I wanted to get him on a song for a long time. From since, like, the first time we went in the studio and he started, like, playing me some of his music. I was like, damn, that shit, this shit sound crazy. You know, so then, um, finally, when the opportunity came around, it was like, it was it was like, it was like a, a no-brainer, you know what I mean, for me to for me on that track. And when we, when, we went to, when we went to the studio to record it, it was pretty dope because, he like I I had sent him a like, couple beats, you know like four or five beats or whatever try try and get a feel for the track, and then when we heard that beat he was like this the one, and we just sat down there immediately got and knocked it out, in like like an hour type shit you know what I mean I wrote my verse 
recorded it, wrote the chorus, recorded it, and then he didn't even, he didn't even write it, so he just went in freestyle. I've always found it fascinating how quality music can happen in so many different ways. Like, we've interviewed people who say that they write most of their music pretty quickly, whereas, like, Zay, you were you were here for the Sarab interview, right, where he said, like, uh, it would take him, like, a couple months sometimes, but the same quality uh, results from both. I don't, I don't oh, know. yeah. yeah that, I, I, think... I, can, I can relate to that, though. Like, for me, I... I feel like I struggle writing stuff quickly. And obviously that's something to work on, but yeah. I feel like anyway. Yeah, I feel like I feel like like the how how fast you you, you get done writing and stuff, it definitely comes with experience, like like how much experience you have with writing, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you're, you write a lot and you already have a lot of experience writing, you already know what you want to do with a song, you'll be able to write it, write the song and knock it out quick, you know what I mean? But it's like yeah. but also like how how uh, you was talking about with Sir Rob. It, 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 that that comes from being creative, you know what I mean? Being creative, you're not always able to turn that creative part on whenever you want, you know? So it's just like, it could take it could take a couple of months to write, to write, finish writing the verse, you know? Yeah, but you're not it, working that whole time. You're really just waiting for inspiration to hit, which is... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like when I actually write, like I can knock stuff out quickly. It's just like hard to get in that creative space. That's what I have to work on, but... Some people are much better at that than I am. So with the, with that process being that long sometimes, what would you say are some accomplishments that you're most proud of in your music career? Um, Honestly, just, just my whole music career, I would say, would be the accomplishment that I'm proud of, man. And just, yeah. just, just being able to get myself to, to where I'm at today. Are pretty much all all just off of the strength of just the effort that I put in. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the process of you beginning making music? What got you into it? I I, I always been like listening to music, even like when I was a kid. Like, like I can't I can't like I couldn't go to sleep without listening to the. Hey, we used to have like this like radio. Like boombox type radio shit in our house back in the back in the day when I was like a little kid, and mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't go to sleep without like having that shit on and having them playing like either one or seven point five or some radio station, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was like music always has always been a big part of my life. To where fact, where I, I I think I wrote my first song when I was like when I was like twelve, twelve or thirteen. You still have those bars? Well, you see, here's a, here's a funny thing, man. When I was like, so I I listen to all types of music, you know. <clears throat> so when I when I was that age, I think the first song I written was actually it was like a rock song. Oh, okay, dope. That's sweet. That's cool. It was like a, it was like a, it was like 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 a parody slash like cover type song to like what's like one of Paramore songs, I think. Oh, I fuck with Paramore. That's cool. Yeah, I fuck with Paramore heavy. But I feel like. So that also helps me um, with my music from listening to all all different like all different genres, all different kinds of music. I'm able to take little bits and bits and bits from from this and this and that, and then put it into my music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, who are some of your biggest influences outside of rap? Um, uh, you mean just like in my life? 
Yeah. Outside of raps, like not any rappers, you mean? Yeah, like you mentioned Gucci Man earlier. Like who are some other uh influences on you, both personally and musically? Okay, okay. I would say personally one of my biggest influences on me would be probably probably my oldest my oldest brother. Hmm. Claudius, yeah. Cause I mean he's just 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 for me watching, watching, watching how he's been living his life from from the gate, you know what I mean? He just he just been going crazy, doing it right. A A plus student in school, four point oh high school, five point oh in college. Got a, you know I mean got a free academic scholarship to Ohio State. Walked on the football field, uh, you know what I mean played played for the Buckeyes. Got a job at Microsoft. Lives out in Seattle, like where Bill Gates and all the people stay. At, you know it's like, and he's still only twenty six. Holy shit! So I started <laughs> doing all this stuff, watching him accomplish all that. Just really like inspires me and like influences me to know that I can do that, or even better if I if I if I really wanted to, you know what I mean? Dude, that I can imagine. Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. great inspiration. But with with um with music, I would say probably my biggest musical inspiration would probably be Kanye West for real. Hmm. How so? Hey, just because like this, I feel like the way he the way he made made his music was just so different that it like it kind of like changed the changed the way people make it, you know and yeah. it's like <clears throat> I'm well, have you ever thought of, what, what, what you have you ever thought of dabbling in production in pro, like producing is that what you about to say yeah see, see I've, I've like thought about your own instrumentals yeah and shit. Tried, but it's like i I can't say a word. I feel I feel like I feel I feel dumb trying to do it for real because like I have no idea what I'm doing, and it's like oh fair enough. And it's yeah. like I'm just trying to like there's just there's just so much like you start you put like FL Studio up you know what I mean and there's just all these plugins and so much shit that you, that you that you can do and it's like it's so confusing bro. So I feel like for I feel like for me to like get into that I would I would need somebody who's yeah. who's very knowledgeable in that to literally like mentor me in it you know. Otherwise, I wouldn't even fucking know. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> but but also, yeah. I, feel, I feel like people 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 know you you know your lane. You know what I mean? Like mm, you know, yeah. you, you can do both. You can write and produce, sing, do do all that. that that's you. You know what I mean? Some people some people can only can only do one thing, and that's, that's all they want to do. They just want to perfect that one thing. You know, that's kind of how. Sometimes I focusing on just one thing is the only mastery. Yeah. See. Yeah. Literally. Would you say, um, would you include learning a little bit more about production in your f- go- goals for the future, at the very least? Oh, for, it- oh, for sure, yeah, De- definitely. Like, I definitely want to be able to to fully like create a song from scratch myself one day. You know what I mean? Like, make the whole beat, write the song, produce, like record it myself, like engineer all that from scratch, and just do it all myself. And that's 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 yeah, the end yeah. eventually, you know. But just as as of right now, just trying to trying to build a brand and become a, a bigger artist. I'm just really focusing on, on making the music and just songwriting and just like the the delivery and in the recording studio, all that, you know. One yeah. thing I have been seeing regarding branding, uh when I go on Instagram I'm constantly seeing people reposting uh 
I think it says Ohio artist Kuwap making a breakthrough. I think is what the yeah. image says. Uh, yeah. Did you did you make that? Who made that? Because I think it's really effective. No, you want to hear something funny? My 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 little cousin made that. He's like he's like fourteen. That's awesome. <laughs> but he like he's he's big on he like you know kids 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 go crazy man. He like he's big on Instagram like he makes a he has an Instagram account where he he makes these like edits on his iPhone of like other like songs it was like song lyrics or whatever he like put them on his Instagram account and then he has like oh, like hundred fifty thousand followers on Instagram from doing that type of shit. Oh shit. Yeah, and then he has like he has like multiple accounts to have like eighty thousand, forty thousand, whatever thousand. And then he was like, so he so he made that to like try to promote my music. And then like he start he'll, he'll post it on his like different accounts, and I'll repost it type of shit. And that's how you see it like all the time. And that shit that shit really like blew me up for real because it took me from like having a couple hundred followers to having like a thousand followers on Instagram in like a, a week, couple weeks type shit. What's he charge for a promoted post? <laughs> Gotta reach out to him. <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta talk to him, man. It's at at uh true tbh twenty four on IG on Instagram. Okay, hell yeah. I'm gonna have to tell tell, tell, him, tell him who I sent you. He'll, he'll give you a deal. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Give him a give him a few bucks and a lollipop. How about that? <laughs> That's what I can do now. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I, um, I saw. I saw. I talked to him. He was. He was stacking his bread up though. So I think he might come with a little more. A little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, though. No, I. I would. Uh, I would definitely show respect. That I think that's really cool. How somebody can just gather that much attention, just throwing together it's things really, like that. It's really just like it's an app on 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 his iPhone. He got an app and make like this little lyric video and just post them and they'll get like. 90,000 views on Instagram, 100,000 views. I'm like, what the fuck? Man, That's so sounds insane. Like your, sounds like your whole family's just made up of go-getters, man. Yeah. Yeah, no cap. So with that in mind, for you personally, what does uh, making it mean to you? Honestly, like, to me, making it means just, like, me being able to support myself and my family or my friends and my family off of, off of the music that I make. You know what I mean? When I'm able to do that, then I'll, I'll be able to say, to say personally that I made it. <laughs> I'm, not really like, I'm not really into like, bro, like all the fame and shit like that. You know what I mean? I don't need to be like on the magazine covers to say I made it or like be number one type shit, you know? Yeah. I just be able to provide for, my, for myself, my friends and my family, man. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. I wish more people thought about it like that. That's cool. That's, that's all you need to be happy, man. That's all, that's all I'm saying, man. As long as you and the people you love and care about, you know, it's like all the, all, everything else is just extra. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. What are What are all of your goals for 2020 and 2021? And I include 2021 because... This year has been kind of canceled, but I yeah, it fucked up a lot of shit for me. <laughs> for real, because I've been doing, I've been doing a bunch of shows. I've been doing a bunch of shows up until like the coronavirus shit happened. For I had like almost, I had like two, two or three shows a week, type shit. And Not I was, I, I would be doing these shows, and like, I, it's funny because I work like I, I work, I work the night shift at UPS. I'm a supervisor, 
Okay. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be working like three in the morning, right? I would do the shows two nights in a row, and the shows end at like two in the morning. I drive straight from the show, like to my house, get my work clothes, go straight to work type shit. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, actually, actually, actually was, <laughs> actually was tough. But actually, was fun as hell too. But it's like I did, I did a bunch of those up until the point where I got, I got linked up with these, uh, with these people that are booking a tour. For my booking manager, we were supposed to actually go on the tour, our nationwide tour, with thirty. It was like 30, 30 cities, fifteen different states. It was actually supposed to start this month, like April, but all the all the coronavirus shit done like shut everything down, so they they, they delayed it. Now I do look at this with a positive outlook, despite everything, because yeah. I think that people are definitely going to take each other less for granted after we can actually get back together and I think people will be swarming shows as soon as oh. everything opens back up yeah I, I can't wait for that for, for, for that first day that's gonna be lit yeah yeah that people are first, gonna be that show back man it's gonna be wild all that pent up energy in one night people are gonna be swimming in money dude <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope I'm one of them, man. I hope I'm one of the people. <laughs> how has uh, been? How has making music in Columbus benefited or disadvantaged you specifically? Um, I would say it did a little bit of both. For real, I would say it, it benefited me because obviously it it, it made me. It made me the type of artist I am today, you know what I mean? Linking up with the different artists I've linked up with in Columbus, you know what I mean? Recording all the different studios, all the different engineers I've recorded. It's like, all oh, like, created created my co-op sound, you know? Yeah. And if I if I, if I was ever recording any, any, or staying anywhere else, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sounding like that, you know? It's just like, it's just like the sound that <clears throat> has accumulated over, over like the years of me with all these, all these different artists and engineers. In Columbus, so I, I I think Columbus advantaged me with that. But like, then again, I think I was think working in Columbus has been a disadvantage for me because like, sad it's, it's sad to say, but I feel like the the, the artists in, in Columbus don't support each other as much as we should, you know. Hmm. And I feel like that disadvantages everybody, you know. Do you have any specific examples of what happens around here? Um, it's just like. I'll notice. I'll, I'll, I'll notice that like everyone like has their like little cliques or the the little group of people they fuck with type shit. You know what I mean? And it's like if you're not in that group of people they fuck with, you're not really gonna like get shown that love. You're not really gonna get promoted. They're not gonna come to all your shows. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But the, but the, they'll still say they support. But it's like it's just saying you support is it's not gonna it's not really supporting that person at the end of the day. You know? Yeah, I feel that. Speaking of which, uh, I appreciated you making it out to the uh gab street birthday party at the end of february yeah man yeah i, I, I pulled up i put i put up a little late because I, I was I, I had some shit going on with me and my ex-girl at the moment but but i definitely was trying to make sure i stopped by and say what's up man i appreciated that quite a bit that was awesome um yeah, I, I, I was to support when i can man i'll pull up even even if i'm not on on the show i pull up to a lot of my friends shows and just just, just pull up and just support, have a good time, you know. Hell yeah. 
And uh, if things end up opening up this summer a little bit, um, I plan on throwing some small shows. So I will and be reaching out to you about that. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Trust. Hell yeah. Speaking of shows and them going well, what have been some stories from some of your best and worst shows? Um, wow. So I guess let me, let me tell you. So I, I'd probably say one of my, one of my favorite shows, I don't even know what was my best show. One of my favorite shows was like, um, when I just did recently with, uh, Cloud City, hmm. the, the Crystal Palace or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, that one was really dope. I liked that one a lot because it was like it was like this big mansion party, and like each like there's the mansion had like ten, twenty, I don't know how many different floors. It was ridiculous, and like each floor had like they had some some different going on. You know what I mean? So it was like you could just walk throughout the whole place and like just always see some new, see some exciting, and just like never never be bored. Which I thought that I thought that was dope. I thought that was real dope. Um, yeah. Some 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 crazy stories from from shows. Let's see. I just so I I I opened up for a couple artists, a couple a couple big artists. Um, when I was in Connecticut, I think this was like twenty twenty seventeen. I opened up for Arista Kid, uh, Famous Dex, and nice. J Crit. Hell yeah! yeah dude. My first sold out show. It was like four hundred people there. And that shit was just that shit was crazy. Go, going from like performing in like venues like the basement or like Scully's or whatever, and then being like fifty people showing up to there being like four hundred people. The venues booked out. Like that's 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 a whole different that's a whole different vibe, you know. I can imagine. But that shit is that shit is fun though. That shit is fun. It's always like it's always nerve wracking going on stage. You know what I mean? Because everybody always getting. I, I feel like they would. You know what I mean, but 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 then when the second you say it's always like you always you always like you're like damn I want to do that shit again like it's over already you, you know yeah what have been uh, some of your favorite local shows that you've done smaller too um I definitely I I definitely always fuck with Scully's. So the shows I've done at Scully's are always dope. I like. Yeah. I just like. I like the venue. I like the like the sound system. I like the way the stage is set up. How they got the upstairs. There can be people upstairs, downstairs. You can do whatever. And yeah, and they let me smoke in the back, man. So I fuck with Scully's. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't say that. They probably ain't gonna let me smoke in the back no more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll be listening to the show. We just ousted them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Scullies. I love you. Too. Oh. Have you had any like uh, nightmare shows? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've had plenty of those. <laughs> plenty of those for sure. But I feel like I feel like like those like having having good shows and having bad shows all like those builds your character. You know what I mean? All makes you become a better. Performer. You know, oh, for sure. Without, without having any bad shows, you know. Yeah. It's been like a lot of shows. Shows where I'll, I'll like completely forget my words, and I'll, I'll just be <laughs> and I'll just be looking. I'll be standing up there like, damn, what the fuck? But then like, but usually, usually when that like, so I've learned that whenever stuff like that happens, 
I'll be able, I'll be able to um, do ad libs or like do some hype man shit and get the crowd hype until I'm able to like, get back in, get back to where I was at. Remember what I was saying? Yeah. Or just pretty much keep keep the show going no matter what. There's been plenty of shows where I've like forgotten the words or I like if you come to one of my shows, energy. I'm very energetic. I'll be jumping up and down. I'll be running around all the crowd everywhere. So there'll be a lot of shows where I'll be tripping over stuff, tripping over mic mic cables or whatever speakers and like fall, you know. But like I said, that shit, all that shit has character, man. That shit happens to get back up and keep going. You know, I saw this show once at uh, Express Live a few years ago. I forget who the headliner was, but this band called the Orwells opened for them. And yeah. uh, this dude, the lead singer, was so pissed drunk that he spun, like, over time, he had spun around enough times so that the mic cable had wrapped around his legs. <laughs> <laughs> and he completely ate shit and fell off stage. <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. So as long as yeah. that doesn't happen to you, I think you're okay. I, I can't I can't really really do shows drunk. Cause I, like I said, I'd be, I'd be jumping up and down, going crazy, doing all these movements, so like, why my stomach start to, like start to feel weird if I ever do that shit? You know what I mean? Well, that's the challenge I, of it. I, I was I was <laughs> wait, I was wait till after after the show to start going crazy. Yeah. Like I said for one time I had a, I had this one show out in Athens, Ohio, Ohio University. Yeah. Uh, with with my one uh with my other brother Trapper J. And then we 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 before the show, we would pop like we each pop like two tabs of acid. Damn. Shit. I like, I like some like Jimi Hendrix shit, and then we did that shit. And then like, literally, we did the show, and I was like one of the crazy. I was like, one of the craziest like shit I experienced in my life for real. Cause it was just like we were just going crazy like we normally do, but then like, crowd, and the crowd's like, it's like looking different. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> <laughs> the crowd's like moving and shit. I'm like, I'm like looking at them like changing colors and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would be so scared to go on stage. On a, I'm scared to leave my house on acid, let alone go up <laughs> on a crowded stage. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely not normal. It's not it's not some normal shit you you would hear anybody doing. But that that's the type of shit that I like. Just very abnormal shit like that. Yeah, I've heard of some uh, stand-up comics doing uh doing sets while on acid, and it does not make them better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be hard because, like, like, even even just do, even do, even doing a concert on acid was hard. Cause I have to remember, I had to remember first, and I feel like when every time I'm on acid, I can't remember anything. So it was like, <laughs> I was there, like rapping and shit, and I, was, I feel like I should be saying just saying random stuff, and I'm like, tripping. So it was like, it was like being a being a, a comedian, you gotta remember, your, you gave me a story, you gotta remember all that, and bring up in at the end. It's like that, that's a lot of shit. Hi everyone, my name's Luke Chioka. I'm a film composer and multi-genre producer. Thank you for listening to the Gab Street Podcast. I'm here to tell you that I'd love to bring your next project to life. Whether that's a short film, advertisement, or rap album, I can produce for you with uncompromising quality. In fact, the background music you're listening to right now was composed by yours truly. I've composed for feature film, local artists, and nonprofits. You can find me on Instagram at Luke.Chioka. That's C-H-I-O-C-C-A, YouTube, and Fiverr. I look forward to working with you. Thanks and take care.
I pop my. <coughs> oh, you pop yours, you yeah. bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just imagine like how fucking terrifying it would be to bomb on stage. Like if you're a comedian, like you take acid. And you're just in that mindset, and like nobody's smiling at you. They're all just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, dude, I can imagine like when you're on it, your definition of funny changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, you might have I'm a little. On, hmm? Whenever I'm on acid, it feels like I have a very childlike mindset. Really? <laughs> yeah. Kuwap, how has it uh, affected the way that you make music? What, acid? Yeah. Well. <coughs> I'm about to hit the butt. Hard as hell. <coughs> you good, man? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, uh, acid, um. I would say. Um. I don't know. I really don't know how it's affected me making music. Because I never, like. Tripped and then, like started writing, or tripped and re- recorded. You know what I mean? Okay. But I I I I, I do like tripping and listening to music. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. that. Like when you listen to music while you on acid, when you like tripping on acid, it's like it's like different. You know what I mean? <coughs> you can like I feel just, it. It's yeah. I just want you to know, Kuwap, that you're the first ever guest we have had on that has hit a blunt mid-interview. <laughs> I think that's some baller ass shit right there. I feel like I feel like Snoop. I feel like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you want to pass it through the microphone to uh, to Zay Crypto? Yeah, we gotta practice social distancing. So gotta... <laughs> yeah, let me get that shit, bro. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> I think I see a little smoke coming out of my mic. <laughs> That's funny. You see smoke coming out coming out of your laptop, man. That's that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, shit, that's not the weed. That's just my processor. <laughs> Dude, speaking of smoking, this is completely <coughs> off topic. But did either of y'all see uh, footage from two seventy yesterday? Like a whole minivan was like yeah. in flames. I was like, I was trying flames. to drive on two seventy yesterday. Cause I got to they you, shut I, it I, off completely. I, I didn't see that at all. Completely. I was like, what? this like, is ridiculous. <laughs> like, two exits. I tried to get on two exits. Both exits had cops and cones. Like, they shut that every, shit down. Cops and cones, literally. Yeah. <coughs> that was, like, like I said, I work at UPS. And that's over um in Hillier on the west. So I was taking 270 oh, west back up Oh, damn. Kind of trying to come back home from work at, like, 9 in the morning. And it literally took me, like, an hour to get back to my house. Shit. Dude, that's funny. When you were t- going home from work, I was going to work. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, know, I know I love it, man. Like, like I, I, it's not. I hate going to work at like three in the morning, four in the morning, having to wake up and do that shit. But like, as I'm getting off work, <clears throat> it's so it's still so early in the day. You know what yeah. I mean? So I have like my whole day ahead of me to do whatever. And like mm-hmm. that's that's what people most people is going to work. You know, so when y'all y'all was going to work, be be doing whatever. Yeah. Do. It's good to hear that somebody else is a morning person because I <clears throat> certainly am, and Zay Crypto is certainly not. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, I feel like everybody I know like 
it's like I go to sleep at like fucking five in the morning and wake up at like three p.m. Type of thing. But like, yeah, I, I, I always woke woken up at like seven seven in the morning, six in the morning. That's I'm a little man. closer to that now because of the, you know, not leaving, but just because we aren't getting enough sun for our circadian rhythm to actually kick in anymore. But yeah, I gotta make, I gotta make a confession, guys. I've been leaving my house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit, I'm calling the cops right now. <laughs> Mike DeWine personally is going to arrest you. I'm in that house right now, I hear a lot of coughing in the background. Hmm. Dude, it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard though. Like I left the house today. I have to I have to work. Like what can you fucking do? Yeah. Yeah, I still have to work every night too, you know what I mean? I'm essential. Plus, we, we gotta go get food. Got, gotta get gas. Yo, yep. tell me why I was driving last night and I seen. I, I forget about that, bro, but I seen the gas, this one gas station had gas for 19. For 119? 119, yo. That was God ridiculous. Damn. Dude, it was nine, 99 cents over in Dayton. I see, I saw, I saw you guys post. Yesterday, <laughs> bro. What? Shit's crazy, I heard, dude. I heard that, like, through some economic uh, bullshit, that gas is now worth <laughs> negative dollars. Like, <laughs> they're paying people to take it off their hands because they weren't expecting such low demand and they don't know what to do with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, can, they can pay me to definitely take their gas, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hit me up. Does I'll gas have an expiration date, dude? Dude, I don't think so. Good. Actually, I don't know. Let it's already been there for a million, six, 365 million years. <laughs> yeah. I would just be using this shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Gone for the expiration code. Trust. Yeah. Ever since I got my license, like, last year, I was driving all the city everywhere. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Places, places I didn't, I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole the whole south side. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where I'm at, dude. Oh, that's uh You mean like down near Obets, right? Oh Obets, I'm not sure. I, I've never been over there. <laughs> that's, like, that's like that's like Corey, when you say south side, you mean like south side of downtown, but Obets is like south side, south side. That's like that's the like the country part of clubs. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've been there too. I've had to do like fucking like housework down there, rip up floors and shit. Yeah. It's an interesting I, part of town. I hear about it because there's a UPS over there, so they talk about it at work sometimes, but like it's only ever been like a, a myth or a legend to me. <laughs> Obets is fake, confirmed. <laughs> I got my doesn't... first car ever from Obets. Really? Fun fact, yeah. Ninety ninety eight Buick LeSabre. Can we start a uh, conspiracy theory on the show that Obets doesn't actually exist? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Has anyone this Obets? <laughs> actually, it's a figment of my imagination. I, I don't think we went to Obets now that I think about it. You actually don't have a car, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, whoa. Then why is my insurance <laughs> raising my rates if I don't have a car, bro? <laughs> 
That's how it is in this country now, man. They're just trying to fuck you every Yo, every corner. Progressive, bro, Progressive offered a 20% off rebate for the coronavirus. They up by rates 34%. Those fuckers. Are you serious? Yes. I'm canceling my insurance. I'm going to find something better. I, like, I, fuck I, Progressive. I, I, I beef with Progressive as well. We're going to find Progressive and we're going to jump on. <laughs> <laughs> You heard us here, Flo. <laughs> Alright, yeah. We're coming for you, Flo. Nah, cause, cause I, bought, see, I, I just recently bought my first car. Like, February, right? Yeah. I had Progressive as, the, uh, as my, my, my insurance company. But my fried ass, I, so I got the car like February 2nd, February type shit. And it's a matter have to make my first car payment to like the end of March, like March 29th, March 30th. I'm like, cool. But I'm here thinking, make my insurance payment. Second, <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't even like look at that shit. I didn't see. You're cutting out quite a bit. Hang on. Oh, my bad. Open up bags of weed, bro. Too <laughs> <clears throat> All right, there you but, go. Now you sound better. Can you say that one more yeah, time. Yeah. So hold on. What was I even talking? Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> so I bought, I bought my first car. It's like 2015 GMC Terrain. Um, That's not bad. February second. No, it's it's fine. It, it's it's my favorite car I've ever driven. Yeah, I've driven some nice ass cars too. But that's it was just that shit was just like it was made for. Me. It felt it felt like so comfortable. Yeah, but like <clears throat> I had to, I had company or whatever. And when I, when I had got my car, they told me I didn't have to make my car payment for like two months. Oh like shit! Three, three months literally. Like, it was like I got my car early February, February second. They said I didn't have to make my payments like March 29th. But but so my fried ass was here was <clears throat> thinking I didn't have to make my insurance payment till March 29th either. Oh, uh... I had to make that shit on March second. <laughs> Shit. And so I was I was behind as fuck on my on my uh on my payment, and so they had they had canceled my coverage, oh, and literally like literally like a like a week after that happened, I'm like driving I'm coming home from work, <clears throat> driving on this road uh Flint Road, if you know where that's at, and then um and this girl this like this like little like 16 year old girl takes right on 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 the red light and doesn't check to see my car is there drive straight into my car total. Shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> since they said that I, I, they had canceled the coverage, now I got I got to pay for the face of car all out of pocket. Jesus, that sucks, dude. How I, many uh, bands was that? <clears throat> I, I I still I'm still trying to figure that out right now. Oh shit! I I, <laughs> I, I got I gotta get I gotta get to the shot because this really just happened recently, like a ago type shit. You know what I mean? So I've just been driving a rental since, but <clears throat> yeah. But it was fucked up because that's that was my that was my baby man. That was my son, my first car. I I had him for two months. <clears throat> Let's start a a Gab Street GoFundMe to uh, <laughs> get Coop another uh, GMC Terrain. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yep. <laughs> we'll give it a little, a little upgrade too. Well, it sounds like you're in good spirits despite all that. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. You, you, you gotta be, man. Life, life is too beautiful. It's true, man. Like there, there's, there's a lot of those little negative, whatever moments that happen in life, but man, there's way more, way more positive moments that happen that you can focus on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I try to be an optimist all the time. Yeah. All the time. I just try to always focus on the positive. Because you get in any situation. You know what I mean? Zay Crypto keeps me in check every once in a while. <laughs> but Oh, you mean like I'm I'm your negative to your positive? <laughs> you'll, you'll let me you'll let me know this, the world's still fucked up every once in a while. Oh yeah, the world is I'm trying to be positive, but it's just so hard. <laughs> in this world yeah dude uh yeah i just like if I, if, if I just didn't know half the shit that i know like if i just never tuned on turned on the news i think i'd be a lot better off like mentally yeah, yeah man I, I, ignorance is bliss for real yeah yeah i stopped looking at it a little while ago so i'm feeling good <laughs> yeah I need to just turn off my internet for a few months. But I never really used it's to watch impossible to. Hmm? I always thought the news was like was like boring. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like walking in the living room, my dad would be sitting there watching like CNN for like two days straight and just be like just all 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 up in there. I'd be like, what? It, it just sounds so boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, there could be uh national news gab street canceled forever tomorrow and i would have no idea i'd still make the show <laughs> <laughs> can't stop me that's hilarious Dude, I can't stop me. Hell no. <laughs> well i'm in talks with cnn right now so <laughs> wolf blitzer on on the case <laughs> all right well i think we have gotten through everything that I have written down in the show notes. So yeah, ready? <laughs> yeah. I when we did the show notes, I was like, we got like a million things we're talking about. <laughs> we got through them pretty quick, man. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Um. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do actually have a couple of things. A lot of things, man. So, I I just recently, um, last November, I signed a deal. With this, with this record label, um, Bentley Records, in New oh, York. Oh shit! And it's not, okay. it's, it's not like a record deal. So like, I didn't get like, you know, what I mean, I didn't get like an advance or nothing like that. But it's like a marketing and distribution deal. <clears throat> so nice. like, all, all all the music that I released, it's um for 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 the next year, it's a year long deal. It's like released through Bentley Records, and they release it to like all um, like two hundred eighty plus music stores worldwide. <clears throat> So like like my, if you go to like Singapore or like fucking Italy or wherever you know what I mean anywhere pretty much in the world you build a fucking music. Congratulations, dude! That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, I, I definitely I definitely worked hard for that. I was I was I couldn't I was couldn't wait for that a, a deal. You know what I mean with, with a label, whether it's a record deal, or any any anywhere, <clears throat> leverage points and like actually like start. Like getting getting money off of, off of the music that I make, you know. Yeah. Cause that was that 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 was that was the biggest thing for me is like <clears throat> to make the, to like to make the quality music. It it's not cheap. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> it take, man. It takes a lot of money. Like I'm buying I'm buying beats from the same producers that like um 
the same producers that produced the beats for like Famous Dex and like Rich the Kid and like um <clears throat> like Future and like all, all them people. You know what I mean? So it's like just just buying the beat and getting an exclusive beat can get into like the hundreds of thousands. And then you gotta talk about going to the studio, paying for studio time, paying for mix and mastering, doing all this stuff, you know, so it's like <clears throat> getting the get getting the return in my investment was, was really the biggest thing for me. And the fact that, that I could sign that deal with that label and then they can help me get that, 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 that shit was hard. Yeah, no, I'd, I would be super excited if I were in that position. That's super cool. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Also, like 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 I was talking about before, how I said I work with you. Group drugs. Drugs, my bad. <clears throat> like, like I was talking about before about how I worked with a lot of Columbus artists that um, kind of like influenced my sound. Yeah. I would say, <clears throat> I, would, I would probably say like throughout all the artists that I've, I've worked with and heard in Columbus that people like A-Squared, um, Trapper J-Light, um, people like People like them, you know, really are, are, are the ones that that from the from the city. I would say that wants me to work harder. You know, people people like e- EKT40 even. Like, um, I don't know if y'all y'all heard about y'all. I don't know if y'all heard about him or not, but he just got signed to Meek Mill. I have heard his name uh, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's from Columbus too. Yeah, that's that's big because that that puts a lot more eyes on the Columbus now. You know what I mean? Cause then those, Hell yeah. Like, a lot of people start looking at him, start saying he's on Columbus, and we're like, "Oh, Columbus, let me go check that shit out and check it out." You know? Yeah. It, it makes us. It makes it <clears throat> everybody bigger, which is which is which is how I was talking about how I feel like if if everyone supported each other in the city like how we really should, then like a lot of people would be in that position. You know? You're not the first person to say that. J. Rolls was talking the exact same thing. How oh, that's the only way we're gonna become one of those big cities for the culture, like Atlanta. yeah. Because if you look, yeah, like if you look at cities, if you look at cities like Atlanta or like or like Texas or like um like New York, like uh, even even Cal even California, like all those all those artists from that area support each other and will like promote each other and help do songs with each other. You know what I mean? To do do whatever, just to get the whole the whole city as a as 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 a one to come up you know yeah i think um oh uh city slips my name um it slips my mind but never mind um but yeah there's plenty of places that are like that and we need to work on that yeah man for sure for sure but <clears throat> like i was thinking about cause I'm, i have a lot of, i have a lot of family that lives in atlanta Pretty much, like most of my, like all of my family lives in either Atlanta, um, Maryland, or Ohio. And so I was thinking about moving to Atlanta and and trying to see if I can get some music shit popping over there because the music scene over there is lit, and everybody everybody be supporting each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think are the steps that we need to take in Columbus to get in the same position? <clears throat> I think 
Damn, a, a lot of people come with me to. I don't, I don't know. Just, 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 just. I feel like in Columbus, where a lot of people is that like they, they want to see you do good, but not better than them mentality. Mm. You know? And then I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people just need to let go of the ego, and just like be able to actually be truly happy for another person, just being be, being successful in what they do. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, because yeah, can... ultimate, ultimately, if people start bringing in. A lot of, a lot of revenue, a lot of attention, that's gonna trickle down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We talking about rap scene Reaganomics, my friend. <laughs> rap scene. <laughs> Jesus, that's a fucked up sentence as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's two song names that I've heard this episode: rap scene Reaganomics and cops and cones. Let's did. Did anybody actually care about Toronto before Drake? Um, was was Justin Bieber before Drake? Yeah. Ooh, no, Justin. Nah, it was. I think Drake because he was in the grassy. No, but then yeah. anybody anybody cared about Drake when he was in the grassy? What's up? I mean, was Justin was Justin Bieber was Justin Bieber out making music before Drake? So, but just Justin Bieber is. Uh, I think it was Drake. He's outside of hip hop. He doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we only talking like hip hop? Or mostly? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really. I'm really like talking hip hop. That's all. Like, yeah, bro. Really but he. Stuff, so. But he had Ludacris, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. One point, Wait, one, JB. JB. That I regret is I, when I was very when I was very young. I don't even remember how old I was. I went to Red, White, and Boom mm-hmm. with my with my friend and his family. And then we go there. This is like way back in the day, like when Justin Bieber was like, it was like, I still had, it was like 12 and I had the bow cut and it was like still coming yeah, up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But, but he was there. He was at Red, White, and Boom. And like, Holy shit. And he performed and then like he was doing free autographs and everything. And I, uh, but if I knew that he was going to blow up, but he did, I definitely would have got one. Yeah. So Sold that, that shit on eBay. I could have found some fucking horny ass little girl who buy shit for like fifty fifty thousand dollars, nigga. That's funny. That's what Justin Bieber's good for. That's that's what Justin Bieber's good for, man. He 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 makes little girls look crazy. Is Justin Bieber even relevant anymore? He, he he did he dropped a song with Quavo recently, but like I didn't really listen to it or like it. I couldn't really like it if I didn't listen to it. But I didn't really listen to it. <laughs> I didn't listen to it, and I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> already. Uh, no, I don't want to come sound like no <laughs> Yeah, I haven't thought about that guy in a long time. Yeah. Who, JB or Quavo? <laughs> JB. <laughs> I, I, cause I, cause when I, like I tell you, I listen to all types of music. So when I was younger, I did used to listen. I did used to listen to his shit, and I fuck with it. And so I found out, I found out one shit. You guys ever, ever hear about that one video about him, where he was like, he had his, he was making, he was making these jokes. He's like racist ass jokes or whatever. Oh yeah, I remember hmm. that. Like yeah. back in the day. Back in the day, like the, he was like. I forget, I forget how it was like the chainsaw jump running. You know I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that clip. I, yeah. 
after after that, I really stopped, I really stopped fucking with him. So that shit, right? I don't remember that happening at all. I'm yeah. completely lost. No, yeah, that happened. Like his his record label probably did a good a good job of covering it up, but that, hmm. that happened for a fact. Damn, that's nuts. After you know, I, I lost a lot of respect for him. And it was just like I was. It was pretty much off, off his music, off everything. Yeah, understandably so. Man, but I mean, I, 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 I get it though. He's a, he's a kid. That's 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 how that's what kids do nowadays. You know what I mean? That's what kids were doing back when I was when I was. When I, was I don't know, man. Actually, I think I think this new generation is actually a bit better about that. I, I hope like, so. Cause I remember, I remember like back in the day, like middle school, like I used to, I used to tell like racist jokes like that. I didn't really like understand the full picture. Like to me, I was just like, I thought it was funny cause it was edgy and I wasn't allowed to say that. But I think that there's a lot more information out there for the younger people to consume and they actually like can understand our nation's history a little better i think that things are slowly getting better i'm sorry i didn't know my co-host was rush limbaugh jeez no, i'm just kidding rush limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm fucking with you you took me in a whole nother world with that explanation <laughs> <laughs> rush limbaugh is just a known racist that's all oh okay that's that's Thanks. all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, um, I never knew who who, who who was either, but I heard his name because I remember the the Family Guy did an episode where Brian was like fucking with him. That's I remember that episode. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I feel like I feel like all the all the Family Guy episodes are a good one. <laughs> really? That's you think so? Part. Yeah. The thing about me is it's like it's weird. Like I don't really watch TV. But like when I do, I only be watching cartoons. Like I only watch like Family Guy, or like American Dad, or like something. Yeah, they are really good. I've been thinking about getting into some of the new ones that they've been making for like adults too lately. But uh, the only thing I've watched recently, which was like a month ago, was uh, The Sopranos. It's getting into that. Made back in 1999, my brother claims that it is scientifically proven to be the best show ever made. Scientifically <laughs> so proven. So I'm, 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 I'm verifying that for myself. <laughs> what, what is this hypothesis? <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> All right, we are at about an hour. So, yes, we made it. Uh, um, some, some shout-outs? Yeah, sure. I, want, I wanted to do it, man. I wanted to... First, 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 give a shout-out to y'all, man, for, for even allowing, give me, giving me this opportunity, you know, to get, get on the podcast and talk my shit with people, you know what I mean? And just, like, kick it. I of course, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so, for coming on the show. It's great. Oh, man, any, anytime, man, anytime y'all got open, open interviews for cool, I'll come back sometime next year so people can see it progressing. And 
in the artistry, you know what I mean? I'm, I was down for that. But yeah. Other, other like, um, what were we talking about? Influences? Shout outs. Shout yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, other shout outs I, I, I would like to give. I like to give a shout out to my, my, my family. You know, I have to give a shout out to my mom. Um, my two oldest brothers, my brother Claude, my brother Harrison, my little sister. You know, I, I like to give a shout out, shout out to my, my my dad. He passed away last year. Last year, actually, about um, two 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 days from today, it will be the one year anniversary. You know. My condolences. Yeah, th- thank you, man. Thank you, man. When that happened, man, that was like that was that, that was tough on the family, man, because it came out of nowhere. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to me how, how stuff like that can happen. Cause like my dad, he's like he. I won't say he was the healthiest. He was healthy. He wasn't the healthiest person. But like he like he didn't he didn't eat bad. He he didn't eat any red meat for like ten years. He only ate pretty much ate fish and like chicken. You know, what yeah. I mean? those are the only meats he ate. He like went yeah. on, went on weekly walks and stuff stuff like that. But then still, we don't even know how, but someone still uh, got got cancer. Damn. Yeah. And it, yeah. Like, it like, so I'm like, it was, I, I can't, it was, I think it's called like bile duct cancer or something. It's some, it was a very, very rare and aggressive cancer. They said, like, only like 10 to 20,000 people in, like, the United States, in the whole the whole country, like, can't get it. Yeah. Damn, that's so, yeah, and it's like it's like the way the way it worked for the first um he, my dad found out he was sick like in December. And I mean the first month where he where he was sick he had went to try to go to Mexico New Mexico to try some like these like home remedy like remedies Because uh, he didn't want to try the chemotherapy you know because of how how that shit kill like like kills your body. But like. <clears throat> So, damn, I, I, I keep forgetting where I was at, but what were you talking about? Um, we were doing shout-outs, if you wanted to continue those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to my dad, you know. <clears throat> um... I know me, me and him we never really had like the, the the best relationship, or like the normal father son type relationship. Cause I was always just wilding and being a wild kid, pretty much doing whatever I want, type shit. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> I but I just wanted to to, to shout him out because you know I mean, he, he did raise me the kind of man, the man that I am today. You know. I don't know. It sounds like I fucking I have a fucking like speech impediment or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, man. I'm like stuttered. <laughs> no, that's powerful, dude. Thank you for sharing that. Wow, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Where can people find you and support you? Uh, you can find me on all, all social media platforms. That's that's where I'll be at the most. You know, so if you need me. Um, Hit up, hit, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Kuop, 
717. Yeah, at Co-op 717. Yeah, at Co-op 717. Wait, what? Co-op 717, right? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll put that in the description of the episode. For sure, for sure. Thank you very much for coming on the show this week, Co-op. It's been a good time. Oh, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. We definitely definitely gotta do this again. Yeah, of course. uh, We'll be reaching out. It was nice to meet you, man. Um, Yeah, nice to finally talk to you. Yeah, you guys. You guys stay safe out there. Whatever. Oh, for sure. Y'all stay stay safe through the crowd. Yeah. Audience, don't go outside and catch catch uh, Corona bolades, please. Stay safe. And uh, if you're not on that mailing list, you don't know who's coming up in the next two weeks. But if you are, you know what's up. Hop on that shit. Yes, Thank you for catching us this week. We will be back at you next Wednesday morning. Thank you very much. <laughs>